G'day Australia, this is Mike Holt, the bloody Aussie battler. Hey, g'day there Peter, how are you mate? Yeah, we good mate, I've been in touch with an old mate of mine called Daryl O'Brien. Daryl's been working on this for just about the same length as I have, and we've been good friends for a very long time. Daryl, through diligent research, has discovered that there's a section 22 of the Australian Courts Act repealed by the English Parliament in 1873 or 74, about the same time the English Judicature Act, and they had no power to repeal it. The King could not consent to the repeal of that. The King is bound by his or her coronation oath, and Queen Victoria was bound by it, but at that time, in 1873, she was in deep mourning because her husband suddenly died. And this was by the lawyers who got themselves back into the Parliament in 1870 after being banned for 498 years by the Act of 1872. Now, this forms the basis of Donald Trump's claim that the Act of 1871, which created the Corporation of America, was not lawfully made because it was made by the Parliament of the United Kingdom which it admitted to its House of Commons lawyer for the first time in 498 years. Hang on a moment. Now, can you explain that again? Because that sounds like the United States of America doesn't legally exist. The Corporation of the United States of America doesn't legally exist according to Trump. Now, this is Trump's basis for this Gassara Nassara, and this is what he's saying, and plenty of others have been saying this too, that the Corporation of the United States and by necessary implication, the Corporation of Australia had been a legal sentence in 1871. Now, if the 1871 Act is illegal, then the 1873 Judicature Act, which basically stripped the churches of their judicial power and vested them in court for the judges, capital three courts with capital day judges, then it too probably illegal. And the repeal of Section 22 of the Australian Court Act 1828 it's almost certainly illegal also because that section was placed behind the Australian Coronated Constitution in 1841. And we had to have a referendum to establish the Commonwealth of Australia. But the lawyers of Australia, in collusion with the lawyers in the United Kingdom, formed a bloodless coup, and we have not had, it can be said, a legitimate parliament or legitimate law in 1903. Because when they constituted federal Supreme Court by the Judiciary Act 1903, they did not have Section 22, Australian Court Act. And in that means that the a law that has not been registered in the Supreme Court is not a law. So this invalidates all statutes in Australia since 1873, then? Pretty well. So where do we stand under the law now? What law do we have in Australia? We're under the English Constitution is a condition princess on the Australian Constitution, and we've still got the English Constitution, which happens to be the New Testament and the Old Testament of the King James Version of the Holy Bible. So we've got a situation where recently a referendum was called to try and repeal the Australian Constitution and amend it, and the people of Australia soundingly said, we like our Constitution, but it's not working because Section 22 Australian Courts Act was illegally repealed in the United Kingdom in the 1870. We've got someone describe the lawyers in the Commonwealth Parliament, founders of Blackguard. It was a union rep. 
describe them, but, but I think can be pretty well applied to a lot of the legal sector today on World Australia, and that goes almost all. And I am a firm belief for the university would issue a recall mode. Recall, recall, recall. To retrain all the lawyers they've turned out that are believing in the, first of all, the doctrine of parliamentary supremacy. And secondly, that statute law can be made equally by the states and the Commonwealth with the Constitution make crystal clear. The only law that can be paramount how does this impact on my case, Peter? Section 22, Hollingworth, the judge who put that suppression order on the court door, couldn't do it. Because in 1874, when they repealed Section 22, they repealed Section 21, 22, 23, and 4. In those sections, a law is not a law until it's registered, Supreme Court, and published in the newspaper circulating in the area where it's proposed to apply. That wasn't done. No, it wasn't. Not a law, and you cannot be convicted on that. And at this stage, the High Court is refusing to admit this, so they're a bit like an ostrich. There's a word in the English language called Prusia. One of the law professors that I rather thought funny used to use. We said, what does Prusia mean? He said, mate, work an ostrich. You stick your head in the sand and you bump right up in the air for somebody to kick it. That's got to have high court. And if we it off the high court, we've got to get people in there who very accurately apply the laws we're entitled to. Absolutely. We have just published something for everybody to do on our common law website. You can go onto this website and it's a petition. Petition to the Parliament of the Commonwealth. I think it'll have to go to all of them because if they don't, that's treason and they have to resign. And section 47 of the Constitution. So, this petition on the Common Law website is designed to send an email to each of the senators. You just fill in your name, address, email, etc., and then click send, and it will send the petition to each of the senators. I think the House of Representatives should get it, but the Senate has power then to examine it and accept it and then refer it to the House of Representatives for a joint sitting under 72 2 of the Constitution to sack that entire high court and replace it with people who will do their job. Well, you know, if we do achieve that, Peter, and I'd love to see it happen, that's going to have a, a massive knock-on effect in everything in Australia. A lot of people's trials will be annulled or need to come under scrutiny. Probably a lot of people are going to have to be released from prison because they've been put there unjustly. It's going to have a knock-on effect on a lot of things, the speeding fines, the local councils. All of those will become null and void, won't they? That's going to lift a lot of cost of living in Australia burden from the Australian people. And that's what we're looking to do now. A bloodless revolution, but it needs to happen. I agree. Absolutely. All right, Peter, thank you very much for that, mate. Is there anything else you want to add? I'd just like to make sure that Daryl O'Brien gets credit for his work being very, very good. We've been working together for probably 20. In a world where power collides with secrecy and loyalty hangs by a thread comes a groundbreaking revelation that will challenge your perception of history. Dick Yardley's masterpiece, Australian Political and Religious Leaders, 
treason, treachery, and sabotage. Dive deep into the hidden narratives that shaped a nation. Uncover the untold stories of those who walked the corridors of power, often veiled in shadows. From the heart of Parliament to the sanctums of faith, treason, treachery and sabotage unveils the enigmatic lives of leaders who dared to defy our Constitution. Come on an expedition through history's most guarded secrets. Delve into the pages that expose the intrigue, the alliances and the betrayals that history tried to forget. Are you ready to uncover the truth? Experience the gripping revelations that redefine Australian history. Get your copy of Australian Political and Religious Leaders, Treason, Treachery and Sabotage Now. Available only at advance-australia.com.au and select Merchandise on the menu.